I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did you hear what Dumois Dumois. said? Who is it? Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about on Dumois. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. Hi, guys. This week's episode is dedicated completely to you guys. I have loved receiving your voicemails over the past few weeks, and I'm finally addressing some of your questions. I'm so excited to hear your voices. I'm like really pumped to do this. So tune in for the much-awaited answers to your questions, and don't forget to call me at 213-373-4217 to have your voicemail read on the podcast. Let's get started. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Okay, Ferris, we're about to talk about one of my favorite things. Do you know what it is? Oh, girl. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It starts with a capital D. That's DoorDash. (laughs) Did you know you can order alcohol on DoorDash? You can? (laughs) Yes. Yes, you can. And I love this about DoorDash, especially if I'm having company like on a Friday night or Thursday night and I'm working all day and I don't have time to run to the store or run to the liquor store. I can just order it on DoorDash. You can dash it. I can dash it. Don't have to leave. Can continue working. Continue in the newsroom. Mm -hmm. Never have to leave the newsroom, basically. Wow. So you can just like get that news out there at the same time as making sure your incoming guests are going to have the libations that they want. Exactly. Which is why I love DoorDash. It makes it so convenient, so seamless, so easy. I've never been let down by a DoorDash delivery. I mean, that's true. Ain't that the (laughs) truth. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails. We love a mocktail. And more can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code DOYOU24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Okay, let's get started with the first voicemail. Hi, do I wanted to get your input on Jacob Alordi. Um, I know everyone talks about him all the time, but with recently, I know, watching The Kissing Booth and, of course, Euphoria, I'm obsessed. But I can't get over N.T. 
saying how bad of a person he is after what he did to Joey Key, and she seems adorable. So I can't help but wonder, like, did he cheat? Is he just, uh, you know, kind of having his fun and didn't take it seriously and broke her heart? Um, anyways, yeah, if you can find out, that'd be awesome. Um, my name is Ali, and I totally consent to you using my audio on this. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Ali. Thank you so much for your question. You are adorable. So, yes, he did allegedly cheat on Joey King. And the thing with Jacob Elordi is, you know, and I've asked around about him because I'm always on the fence. I always don't know what to make of him. Like, is he just a guy in his 20s doing what guys in their 20s do? Or is he an asshole? And, you know, the consensus is, is that he's a typical guy in his 20s. He has a type, which he's seen with often. So I think you guys can guess what his type is. It's, it's a petite brunette. And he's never with the same girl. Like, he's always photographed with someone different. I don't know if you guys saw a recent paparazzi picture of him with, you guessed it, a petite brunette. Now, I've asked around to so many people, you know, people who hang out in that circle, people who work in the industry, um, paparazzi, like, if they knew who this girl was. And nobody could identify her. So she probably was just like a normie that he met at one of the various places that he hangs out in L.A., you know, he is young, so he's just doing what all young guys do, is just dating around. You know, him and Joey had to continue filming the kissing booth after they broke up. And I have heard through sources that it was not a good situation on set, much like what I have said about Madeline Klein and Chase Stokes is... There's tension. You know, you date your co-star, you break up, you have to work with them. These people are human beings. Like, um, yes, I'm sure they're still professional, but there is going to be tension on set. I don't think that it's anything catastrophic as far as Outer Banks and as far as Kissing Booth. But I think that there is tension on set. And the reason Jacob and Joey broke up was because he cheated. Now, he's not close to the cast of Euphoria the way that most of the cast is, and there isn't any bad blood there. He just doesn't care about hanging out with them, you know, offset. He does his own thing a lot. He's like kind of, you know, kind of like rolls to the beat of his own drum. And I think that's obvious, just like in his vibe, like when you see paparazzi pictures of him. So I think he gets a bad rap for all of these reasons. I think he gets a bad rap because he kind of like does his own thing. I think he gets a bad rap because he's a player, but I don't think that makes him like such a horrible person. I just that think that makes him like a normal 20-year-old famous dude. And... A lot of rumors were started after Euphoria, this past season of Euphoria aired about him and the cast. But honestly, from everyone that I've talked to about this, there's no bad blood. There's nothing crazy that transpired. It's just that he is just not as friendly with them as they are with each other. As far as him and Zendaya, I don't think their relationship was as serious as it was portrayed. I feel like it was portrayed through the fans and through paparazzi pictures as being a lot more serious than it was. I think they just dated for a few months and then it just fizzled out. I think that what people need to realize is that celebrity relationships are not the same as normie relationships. You know, we see them traveling together. We see them affectionate with each other in paparazzi pics. I think it's playful. I think that sometimes that people think that 
those are indicators of a relationship being more serious than it is. So as far as like Jacob and Zendaya, I think that it was just a casual thing that fizzled out. I don't think that there's any animosity between them that played out during filming. So I think all of those rumors that occurred after the last season aired were just that, rumors. So, I mean, take that information as you will. You know, do you hate on Jacob Elordi because he's kind of a fuckboy? I don't know. Like, that's up for you guys to decide. But I think that that's all it is. You know, he's just out there hanging out. He frequents the same places in New York and L.A. He's always seen with a different girl. It's never the same girl. Like, you know, what whether the nature of their relationship is friendly or more, you know, who knows? Maybe it's just like a one night hookup. Maybe he's casually seeing someone. So that's like my take on Jacob Elordi. And, you know, I've thought about it a lot and I've talked to a lot of people about it because I feel like he's one of those people that is kind of hard to get a handle on. I don't know why. I just, I can never make up my mind about him. So I hope that answers your question, Allie. It was kind of a long-winded answer, but let's move on to the next one. Hi, this is Violet, and I was wondering, where the fuck is Timothy Chalamet, and is he dating anyone? (laughs) Where the fuck is Timothy? Where the fuck is Timothy Chalamet? Hi, Violet. Thank you so much for your question. Um, So Timothy Chalamet was just in New York. So last week I had a sighting of him. I don't know if you guys missed it, but I'll read it to you guys. It was a sighting in Sunday Spotted. It said, my boyfriend works on the grounds of the Brooklyn Mirage last night at the Rufus de Soul show. He met Timothy Chalamet along with Kid Cudi. They had small talk and he said, Timothy was super sweet. So that was about a week ago. He was in New York. He was in New York shooting for the cover. I'm pretty sure the cover or maybe it was just like an editorial feature for British Vogue that will probably come out around the same time as Wonka. So that's what he was doing in New York. So besides being in New York shooting for British Vogue, he was prep. He was in L.A. prepping for Dune and... I think that the cast is leaving this week. They're leaving around the 20th of June to shoot in Hungary, Jordan, and Budapest. And they'll be there until the end of November. So that's an intense shooting schedule. So I don't think, to me, leading up to this was like out there fucking around. I think he was buckling down, getting ready for this seemingly intense shooting schedule and movie and I haven't heard he's dating anyone honestly I've heard it's been all about business nothing no relationships no girls so anything I've heard about him this past month was always work related it was never fun or relationship related besides that one sighting that I had in New York City at the Rufus to Soul show. And I posted that when he was in LA, he would frequent a certain place a lot. And I blocked out the place because he was still in LA and I just wanted to maintain some privacy for him while he was there. But it was Air One. That's where he was going a lot when he was in LA, if you guys remember that post, which is not surprising. I mean, all celebrities go there. Um, that's not really like a surprising piece of info. Speaking of Kid Cudi, he will be on the cover of Esquire for September. And I heard he's looking very, very hot. That's it. That's all I have on Timmy. He's going to be MIA for like the foreseeable future. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure. Weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on, 
trying the latest fad, it not working, exactly. feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. <laughs> over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. Let's take the next question. Hi, my name is Alex. I absolutely consent to having my voice on the podcast. Um, I have a question about Taylor. So there was a rumor going around Twitter and there were some screenshots that were being shared of an event planner for a stadium in Atlanta saying that they were a little bit miffed with her because she had to push an event they were trying to have for a tour in 2023. I don't know any validity. I don't know anything about that. All I know is what I saw. And I was hoping maybe you had your feelers out to try to confirm because I need to know if I need to start prepping my wallet or not. Love you, do. Bye. Hi, Alex. Thank you so much for your question. So I saw your voicemail about an hour ago and I reached out to somebody to see if I can get any information on Taylor because I haven't heard a peep about her in a while. And the person says they haven't heard anything. She's shut down with info. It's so hard. They'll keep trying. So right now, it seems like any sort of information on Taylor is on lockdown. So I think anything you see on Twitter, I wouldn't, I would take that with a grain of salt. I wouldn't necessarily consider that accurate information. Now, as far as your wallet and preparing it for 2023, I have posted several times and I heard from several people that she will be touring in 2023. I don't know any details. And whenever I say she's touring, like, a lot of you guys ask, you know, will she be coming to Europe? Will she be coming to Latin America? I don't really get that information. It's hard to get accurate touring information also because that information changes. Like it could change on a dime. And it's very difficult to get accurate information on that. So, as far as her touring in 2023, yes, I think that that is accurate. We could say with some certainty that that will happen. Somebody just messaged me and they said they there's a rumor going around that she's releasing something on Thursday. Again, you know, I haven't heard a peep about anything that she's releasing the person, one of my go-tos for music, literally just said that she's like on lockdown with information. So I would be really surprised if there was a rumor going around about Thursday that was true. So I'm sorry if that's not the answer that you want. As always, any information I get about Taylor, I will post. Um, but just keep in mind that 
as far as album releases, even music video releases, single releases, tour dates. Those are always flexible and always changing. So it's very hard to get a specific answer on that, but I would save up some money for next year. Okay, next question. Hi, my name's Emma. I do consent to having my audio on the podcast. I have a question for you. I feel like I'm super out of the loop with what's going on with Tuba Lipa. Obviously, she's been absolutely killing it on tour, but whatever happened with her and Anwar Hadid, remember last summer she was looking super hot with all the Hadids, traveling, being in love. I'm assuming they broke up. Do you have any tea on that? Is she dating anyone else? Is she just doing herself on tour? Let me know. Bye. Hi, Emma. Thank you for your question. So I'm not sure when you left this voicemail because a couple of these voicemails are from a couple weeks ago. But Dua Lipa and Anwar are broken up. She was seen with, I might be butchering his name, Aron, Aron Piper from the show Elite on Netflix. She was seen with him in Europe and they were photographed at a club by some of the people that were at the club, dancing up on each other, having a good time. I tried really hard to find out what was going on between them to see if maybe he was somebody new that she was dating and nobody knew. So I think that it was just like a fun night out and maybe they're hooking up. People were also super confused because after those pictures came out, Twigs posted a clip from a music video that she did with him and they were making out. So people thought that that was a dig at Dua and actually he was hooking up with Twigs, FKA Twigs. I asked someone, they said that last they heard, Twigs was hanging out with Jacob Alordi. I mean, it all goes back to Jacob Alordi. I don't know how accurate that information is. Like I said, Jacob hangs out with a lot of different girls. I wouldn't take this information as me saying that there's something going on between Jacob and Twigs. Maybe it was just like a hookup and this person that I asked had heard about it. Um, but back to Dua. I'll, I'll still keep trying to find out because she is looking fabulous. You know, her tour seems to be going great. I don't know if she's still touring, but you know, she seems to be thriving. So yeah, I think we're all like super curious about who she's dating. And I think that if she is dating someone, it will come out. I think it will come out. So I think we just have to wait and see. I think that that those pictures that we saw with her and Aaron Piper, I think it was just like a fun, hot night out. And if you guys want to see those pictures, I think that they are searchable on Twitter. They're just pictures of her and him at a club grinding on one another. Um, but there's no makeout pictures. It's just super flirty type thing. And I think they're also a video as well. So you could search that as Twitter. Thank you, Emma. Hey, do. My name is Sam. I definitely consent to using this audio on your podcast. I wanted to know, I recently listened to Harry Styles on Howard Stern, and Howard asked him, about his new song, Daylight, and whether it had anything to do with Taylor, because she also has a song called Daylight. It was really silly on Howard's behalf, but I was wondering if you or any of your sources had any information about their previous relationship. I know some people think it was legit, some people think it was PR, um, but I think it's a really interesting dynamic, considering they are the two biggest faces in pop, and I would love to know any information you have on them. Have a great day, Dude. Bye. Hi, Sam. You're so cute. Thank you for your question. So, okay. 
there's two parts to this. One part's going to be my opinion, and one part is going to be my opinion based on information I received, not about Harry, but about Taylor and somebody else. So my first instinct, in my opinion, is to say, yes, they were a PR-based relationship. It was very short-lived. We got some cute paparazzi pictures out of it. I think they even made the cover of Us magazine at the time. They served their purpose. You know, them being seen out together served their purpose. It was like, you know, the prom king and queen being photographed and on the cover of Us magazine. Like, that's what I feel like it was perceived like at that time. Now, this is a separate thing. I had asked someone I was speaking to somebody I think about John Mayer actually and I said what is the deal like did him and Taylor really date did they really hook up and I know she wrote a song and people believed it to be about John Mayer taking her her virginity but I just wanted to know like what the deal was because that also seemed very short lived and it could have potentially had some PR incentive. So they said that they hooked up. They hooked up like once or twice and that was it. And I'm going to say something that I think people are going to get a little upset about. But this is what they said. This is not my perception. They said that he didn't think it was as serious as maybe she did. The hookup. So... Based on that information, that they did actually hook up and then it sort of got spun into they dated, I think that maybe could be the same situation between her and Harry. Like maybe they just hooked up. And by the way, like if you don't know what I mean by like hooking up, I mean like, not you know, not necessarily having sex. Like maybe they made out or had like a couple of like hot makeout sessions or maybe they did have sex. I don't know. But after receiving that information about her and John, it sort of changed my perception about her and Harry. Like maybe they did hook up a couple times. They were hanging out. The paparazzi caught that one picture of them and it sort of was spun into a bigger thing of them dating. Does that make sense? My answer is I do think that they hooked up a couple times and that's it. I don't think that they had this like serious relationship or maybe even hung out more than a handful of times. And I think that it was blown up to be bigger by the media. So I hope that answers your question. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. (laughs) It sure is. And get this, spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill. And you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food. 
with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the Farmer's Dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. Let's move on to the next question. Hi, this is Anya Latiman, and I don't mind my audio being used on the podcast. My question is, has anyone actually ever seen Chris Evans together with Alba Batista? That's it. Thank you so much. Bye. Hi, Angela. Thank you so much for your question. And no, nobody has ever seen Chris Evans with Alba Baptista with their own two eyes. No, I've never had anyone confirm that they've seen them together. There was one person a long time ago who said that they saw them briefly together. There was no picture evidence. So that's why I'm doubting this. Saw them briefly together in Vegas. If you guys remember when they were supposedly in Vegas together at the same time, there was someone who messaged me that they saw him with a brunette, but they couldn't identify her. So I had to send them a picture of Alba to say, was it her? And they were like, oh, yeah, but still, like, I feel like I don't feel like that's reliable enough. But at the same time, does every can everyone identify her? Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like a Sebastian Stan with the blonde type thing. Like nobody can ever identify this blonde that Sebastian Stan is with. You know, the first blonde being his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend. The second blonde now being Annabelle Wallace. Nobody ever identified either of them. It was always like just this blonde. So that being said, you know, maybe people did see them together, but they didn't realize who she was because I don't really consider her to be that well known in the States. So it's a, it's an interesting question. There's definitely no paparazzi pictures of them. And I've actually, the rumors about them have sort of calm down a little bit. I mean, I know everyone sort of tries to piece piece together the puzzle by social media activity. You know, if who's she's following, who Chris is following, who Chris's family and friends are following. So if you go by that, you know, I think there's a slight chance that if they ever were together, that maybe they're still hanging out. But besides that, there's no evidence that they are hanging out, ever hang, ever hung out, ever dated, ever hooked up. So it's a mystery. It's a mystery that we will sadly probably never get an answer to because, as you guys know, he really doesn't talk about his personal life. So I forget where it was. I think it might have been on a Spotify Live. I went off on this like whole tangent about how... I will die on the hill that he really did date a normie from Massachusetts. Actually, she wasn't supposedly she wasn't from Massachusetts. I think she was supposedly from New York State, maybe Albany. I don't remember, but I know nobody believed me. I know I kept posting about it, but you guys have to know, like I was getting information like I was getting solid information from a source. I'm still not going to say who the source was about him dating this girl. And I know the person who was sending me the information 
was a real person because they asked me to post something for them specifically. I don't know if you guys could read between the lines, like what that means, but they asked me to post something real life for them. So I know they were a real person and I don't know why they would be lying about who Chris Evans was dating. And I still feel bad, like saying the girl's name. I'm talking about the normie girl from Massachusetts or New York state. I feel bad saying her name because I still don't know whether or not it was true, but his love life is a mystery and it is one that will never be solved. And I know you guys want answers, but I don't think you'll ever get them. Sorry. Okay, let's take the next question. Hello, my name is Jennifer, and yes, you can use this voicemail. I just have one question. How in the world do you keep your sanity? I see what happens to you on Twitter, and I can't imagine what happens to you in your DMs and in everyday life. Kudos to you for handling it all like a champ. Thanks for all you do. Bye. Hi, Jennifer. This is such a nice message. Thank you so much. I, you know, the stuff that happens on Twitter, I mean, I'm a, I think you're referring to like, you know, when the Harry Styles fans gang up on me or like, it was recently, be oh, Rihanna. I said that Rihanna had her baby before she announced it. And guess what? She did have her baby when I said she did. And People were so mad. Like they were like basically telling me to shut the fuck up. Like I was lying. Meanwhile, like two days later, it was announced she had her baby. But yeah, like the Twitter stuff I don't really take seriously because, you know, I think it's funny. Like I think sometimes, you know, even the mean comments sometimes like depending on how they're written can be like funny. Like sometimes I laugh. But There are times, and actually it happened this past Sunday, where I get really overwhelmed. I think that people don't really understand, like, how much work goes behind everything, all the projects I'm working on, and I get really overwhelmed. And, you know, sometimes sometimes that's hard to manage that stress and anxiety. I don't I don't let the comments or the trolls or any of that get to me. I don't really care about what the haters say. I why would I listen to the haters? I'm going to listen to the people that enjoy the content and the supporters. So, I don't even think twice about the bullshit. You know, I just I think there's a lot of pressure that people don't realize and that's what gets to me, you know, none of the other stuff. So trying to manage that and, you know, just trying to keep everything entertaining for you guys is what I try to focus on. And I get so many nice messages. Oh my God. Like I have to tell you guys, like some of the nicest things that people have ever said to me in my life have been said to me through Instagram DM like it really sort of restores your faith in humanity you know when you receive like such a nice message from somebody who understands and appreciates and you know is is thankful so you know I I have no complaints there all the other chatter I just tune out there's so many other bigger things to worry about in this world you know what goes on online is is not important so you know I hope anyone who is young and has an Instagram or TikTok account who has a social media following I hope they take care of themselves mentally because also if I was younger if I was a teenager or if I was in my early 20s like I'd probably have a different answer for you I don't know how they do it. I give them a lot of credit. The young kids on the apps who have to deal with it all. It's really hard. But, you know, for me, it's manageable. Thank you for your question. Little dad. 
Um, definitely cheats on his wife. I know this because it happened right in front of me. And, uh, he also cheats on his wife with underage girls. So, fuck that guy. My name's Audrey, and I consent you using this on your podcast, because fuck that guy. Hi, Audrey. Um, okay, thanks for your message. Me and my producer had to listen to it a couple times because I can't really understand the name you say in the beginning, but we did bleep it out because you did mention in your message that this person cheats on his wife with underage girls. And, you know, I can't really say without proof that somebody is doing that. You said that this happened right in front of you. So I'm assuming you were at a party in L.A. or maybe someplace else and you saw him cheating on his wife. If I understood you correctly, it was a little muffled. And sorry, guys, I had to bleep it out because I don't know for sure what she's saying. But if it's the person I think you're talking about, I think him and his wife are on the outs. So... I think that it's not cheating. Now, as far as the underage girls goes, his daughter's pretty young herself. So I'm not sure if you mean someone around the age of his daughter or if you mean younger than that. His daughter is of age. So I'm not sure exactly what you mean. So if you are listening to this podcast and you hear that we played your message, can you please DM me? for more information. But if it is who I think it is you're talking about, I'm not surprised at any of this. And I've heard similar situations. Thank you. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey, what's up, dude? The great job you're doing in heaven, Hollywood, for the IE Network. My question is, I want you to explain to everyone what happened to Nicki Minaj's documentary that she had for HBO Max. I had some information on it, but I wanted you to confirm it. Um, also, Rihanna's documentary that was supposed to be done for Amazon. And I just want you to touch on... Um, Doja Cat, and who this mystery boyfriend is, because a lot of people think it's French Montana. Great job. I do consent to you using my voice. And this is Seven Hollywood. Great, Doing a great job. Peace. Hi, Seven Hollywood. I think that's your name. Thank you so much for your question. Okay, so I posted on Twitter five days ago, new Nikki coming very soon. Maybe the doc announcement. So when I posted that, somebody responded, and I'm just going to read you their message. This is about Nicki Minaj's documentary. They said, I'm almost certain HBO cut the documentary from their slate. It was being shopped around to other streamers. I watched some of it. Could be for like international rights, but almost certain it's cut. And I said, but don't you think someone else will pick it up? And they said, Probably. 
they tell me where they work and they told me they passed on it. I'm not going to say which streamer streamer they worked for, but they said I worked for blank and I'm almost certain we passed on it. Oh, this is so sad. They said because it was boring and because it was around the time of her cousin's testicles thing. So if you guys remember, there was some kerfuffle on Twitter when Nikki posted that her cousin's testicles had enlarged from getting COVID. So she got a lot of backlash for that. So that's what they're referring to as far as the cousin's testicle comment. I mean, the boring comment, I feel like that's all relative. Like maybe this person isn't into Nicki Minaj, but I just can't imagine a Nicki Minaj documentary being boring because to me, she's so fascinating and, you know, I just love listening to her speak. She's funny. I also think she's like super funny. So basically what this person said, just to recap, is that they think HBO, it will not be on HBO and it's being shopped around to other streamers. So maybe that's what's causing the delay. Now, as far as Rihanna, I've heard nothing. I mean, I think it's safe to say that Rihanna is just being a mom right now. And I feel like if a documentary were to be released, she would have to do, you know, some sort of press and promotion for it. And maybe she's just not up to doing that right now. So I haven't heard one word about that. And the Doja Cat rumor, it's not French Montana. So I actually posted the name of her boyfriend at the beginning of the month in an email. It said Doja is dating Pierre Antoine Melki. I might have pronounced that wrong. M-E-L-K-I, who is a producer that has worked with her before in a song called Dick. They've been everywhere lately, even taking him to the multiple award shows together. So I don't think she's dating French Montana, although French Montana has been looking really good lately. I don't know if you guys have seen. Um, a couple of you guys have sent me pictures of him just like out in New York or at a restaurant. I don't think Doja and French are dating. Apparently, it's this guy. I mean, I feel like her diehard fans always figure out who she's dating. So I'm going with this email. Pierre, thank you for your question. Okay, next question. Hi, my name is Christian, and I can I can sense you having my audio used. My question is: Do you think Kim, Kim and Pete will be engaged anytime soon, or do you see any potential kids get surgery? Thank you. Hi, Christian. Thanks for your question. No, I do not think that Kim and Pete will be engaged anytime soon. I think that if it was up to Pete, he, you know, we know Pete falls hard, right? You know, he's a lover. He falls hard. He has had a lot of girlfriends. He's been engaged before. I feel like if it was up to him, yeah, he'd probably propose if they're still together by the end of the year. She just got divorced. So I can't imagine that they would be engaged in the future, if at all. And as far as kids, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. Like, look at Courtney and Travis. Like, they threw us for a loop with having a baby. So who knows? Who's to say? My inclination is to say no kids, no engagement. But I feel like after witnessing Courtney's whirlwind romance with Travis you know who who's to say but they are very serious you know I, I know there's people out there that still think that it's a PR relationship and you know they think it's concocted by the Kardashians and it's for the show I mean it's not everyone I talk to who has been around them or knows either of them say it's 100% real. They're going to be spending a lot of time together this summer. I think probably whenever they can. So I don't think they're slowing down anytime soon. Thank you for your question. Hey, this is Sarah um, at Sarah's Life Picks on Instagram. 
and I consent to you using my audio on your podcast. I just wanted to call and say I am so excited for your TV show and book. And that's really it. And I look forward to your next podcast episode. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Bye. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for your message. That was so sweet. I don't know what I could say about the book because I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, I have to have a meeting with the lawyers at HarperCollins so they could tell me what I can and can't say. So I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that. But I mean, I guess that's an indication of like how juicy the book is. Um, There were a lot of reads, like a lot of read throughs. And, you know, there were things that had to be changed for sure. But I don't know. Maybe I'm biased. I think it's really good. I think you guys are really going to like it. It's a super quick read. It's a perfect beach read. A perfect if you're going on like, you know, an airplane ride or you're on vacation. Um, I'm really excited for you guys to read it. I think you'll really, really like it. I think that if you like pop culture, you'll like it. I don't think you need to necessarily like be a huge fan of the account. I think if you're a follower of the account, you'll get a lot of the references. But I think that if you just like celebrities and you like pop culture, you'll like the book. It's not, it, it's a lot about celebrities. It's not, you know, like, you know, I know it's been compared to Gossip Girl. It's not, it's not that. It's not, you know, there is insight into what I go through running the account. But it is very celebrity based and it's also very, you know, New York based. Obviously I live in New York. I don't make that a secret. So, um, I try to, you know, incorporate aspects of the city that you guys would recognize into the book. So it comes out November 8th. You could pre-order it on Amazon and that's it. And the show, the show will be on HBO max it's being produced by Greg Berlanti. He was, or he is, a producer of so many TV shows that all you guys watch. Like, he's an amazing producer. I'm super excited to get started on the show. He actually, he produced You. And that was one of my references when I was talking to my agents. I was like, you know, I really love the show You. I love how it's fun to watch, but it's like kind of dark and gritty, right? Um, It has like a dark subject matter. I was like, that's what I want this to be. And they were like, oh, perfect. Like, we know Greg Berlanti. Like, let's see if he's interested. And he was. And I was like, holy shit. Like, it's still so crazy and surreal, like that any of this has happened. So, um, yeah. I think you guys will really like the book. I'm excited for you guys to read it. And that's it. That's it for the first ever episode of Answering Voicemails. I want to thank everyone who called in. There were a couple voicemails we obviously didn't get to, but if you guys like this episode and this format, let me know and we'll do it again. Thanks for listening. Bye. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at DeMois.